It's Tuesday of the third week of Lent. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zilsdorf. We continue our pilgrimage to the Roman stations today, first gathering at the little church of Saints Sergius and Bacchus. And then we go in solemn procession to Santa Pudenciana. Tradition holds that St. Pudens was a Roman senator who hosted St. Peter in his house for some six years. Perhaps the first Mass St. Peter ever offered in Rome took place here. There was a Pudens named by St. Paul in 2 Timothy 4, verse 21. There is an inscription here that says that Pudens hosted Peter. Tradition also says that Pudens had two daughters, Pudentiana and Praxedes, who were active in collecting the remains of the martyrs and interring them in a well within their home. The church on this site is called Pudenciana. Not far, just near Santa Maria Maggiore up the hill, there is a beautiful church named for St. Praxedes. The original oratory here, in honor of St. Peter, seems to have been built into the senator's home in the time of Pius I. All the original buildings were destroyed in 139 for the construction of the Baths of Novatius in the time of Hadrian. In the 4th century, 384 to be exact, Pope Sericius dedicated a church here in honor of Peter and decorated the apse with a mosaic that is still extant and it is the oldest Christian mosaic in Rome. Against the background of a city, Christ is seated on a throne under a jeweled cross. His hand is raised in the gesture of a teacher. Apostles sit nearby as his court, Peter in the robe of a philosopher, the Keton, and Paul in the toga of a Roman senator. The four evangelists are depicted above. Female figures hold wreaths, perhaps as symbols of the Gentiles and the Jews, which is a theme seen in St. Mary Major and St. Sabina. You remember that's the Roman station of Ash Wednesday. The present interior is mostly from the 16th century, and the altar contains wood fragments said to be from the table on which Peter celebrated his first Mass in Rome. Here are two points from Blessed Ildefonso Schuster on the Mass formularies today. The Gospel from Matthew 18 brings out clearly three very strong bonds which preserve to the Church her mystical unity in the love of God and in charity towards one's neighbor. These are the sacrament of penance and the remission of sins, the mutual forgiveness of injuries which we have done one to another, and the union of all the members of the mystical body of Christ in one spirit. A Catholic never acts singly and alone. In virtue of the communion of saints, he lives, suffers, prays, and works in the church and with the church, that is to say, with Christ. And down below, Ildefonso continues, once more, we will repeat the words of Pope Sericius in the mosaic of the Basilica of St. Pudenciana. The dedication to the saint of that name came later. Dominus conservaretur ecclesiae pudentiane. Charity and hospitality never impoverished anyone. And when the needy are given shelter for the love of God, it draws down upon that roof the blessings of divine providence. From the Liturgical Year by Don Prosper Giranger. 
The mercy which God commands us to show to our fellow creatures does not consist only in corporal and spiritual alms deeds to the poor and to the suffering. It includes, moreover, the pardon and forgiveness of injuries. This is the test whereby God proves the sincerity of our conversion. With the same measure that you shall meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. If we, from our hearts, pardon our enemies, our Heavenly Father will unreservedly pardon us. These are the days when we are hoping to be reconciled with our God. Let us do all we can to gain our brother, and for this end, pardon him, if needs be, seventy times, seven times. Surely we are not going to allow the miserable quarrels of our earthly pilgrimage to make us lose heaven. Therefore, let us forgive insults and injuries, and thus imitate our God himself, who is ever forgiving us.